All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yeah. Um, I'm your host, Tommy, a.k.a. Tommy ain't got no job, a.k.a. I ain't got no job because of the Rona, a.k.a. two Emmys, a.k.a. one Grammy. Y'all know where we at. Hey, I see in the bottom left-hand corner. Hey guys, yeah. I, I wish y'all could see this. My man put some credits up, like these pictures. You know how you can put on uh, Zoom, uh, yeah, for yeah. virtual background. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a there's a screenshot. Yeah, uh, yeah. From back in 2005, <laughs> with, with with his name on it, and the bottom's cut off. However, I can clearly see his name on the left side. You know where you type your name into Zoom to get into the, the, the chat? I can see that. So I digress. Uh, I'm smug, dude. Uh, love at first smug. Uh, <laughs> president of uh, First Impressions. And so, uh, so yeah. So you want to tell them how they, you know, I got the smug, dude? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we uh Damn, it's been a long time, man. It's uh, the inauguration weekend of our uh, first black president. And, you know, everybody was in a in a festive mood, enjoying the, the festivities of celebrating Barack Obama. And a friend of mine came in town and introduced her to this guy. And uh, he put his finger on his glasses and kind of looked down on her. No, and, I, I, uh, I didn't look down. She made yeah, a comment kinda, about about Kobe being like the greatest player in the world. And by, at that time, you know, I, w- I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan. Like, I was a basketball fan. But I just could never forgive Kobe for what he did, like, in regards to, you know, the, the, the whole uh, just breaking the man code kind of thing. Right, so, right. So, you know, I, I, I had to go hard on her uh, about that and, you know, just treat her like I've known her for my whole life, and she yeah, but what, what, she said I was what, what, Yeah, but what, what did she say the other day, though, about it? Uh, what, did I tip my glasses up? Did I push my glasses nah, what, up? No, what, what, what did she say? She was like, what did she say to you? I don't remember. Love at first month? I wasn't trying to say it. That's oh, that. yeah, yeah, that made my day, because that's my home, yeah. man. That's my home girl. Yeah. She, yeah, knew, she, she knew everything was going to be okay when we first met. That's whack. So that that's how I got smug, dude. Everybody, I I I think I'm a pretty cool guy, and when I looked up the um definition of smug, I personally don't feel like I fit that. But <laughs> but in that cer- situation and in that circumstance, I guess you can call me smug. But also based on our relationship, is based on text messages, right? And I could probably be rather smug in my text messages. I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. 100% agree with that. All right, cool. So we'll get into that in a second. But um, uh, Tommy ain't got no job. Um, <laughs> this guy, is he fits that character. you probably seen him on Martin. Um, he definitely fits that character where someone, you know, is seemingly doing very well. They seem to be pretty healthy. They're happy all the time. <laughs> Life couldn't be better. 
tons of tons of friends you know just everything's okay but like i i personally have never seen or i've never heard of him going to work per se like a job and anytime we ask him what he does he says i'm a producer and so typically people have like a description of what they do so you know this this might be a bad example but if you work at mcdonald's for instance right Right. And they ask you what you do and you say, I'm a cook. Right. Or I work the cash register. I do this or I do that. So I really don't understand what a producer does. So when we ask Mm -hmm. you that question, right, Tommy, what did, what was your response? Producers produce. Okay. Hence the name Tommy, because (laughs) I only seen a few credits. So as far as I'm concerned, and I don't even know how legitimate they are either. Right, right. But as far as I'm concerned, unless I see credits every day, then you ain't got no job. See, the funny thing is, is this this scenario we was talking about where he got the name Smug Dude uh, was actually something that I was actually producing. And the reason that, as I recall, you were backstage, you know, hanging out with Common, you know, whoever else was there for the celebration of uh, my man Barack. Obama, I, I just remember you you was there, you know, I, I walked you in, you know, no backstage access, whatever, you know, that's how we roll. Yeah. I, I was Ooh. producing this. All right, so we'll just let that go. All right, <laughs> all right, so we met, what, man, maybe, well, we met about 20 years ago. Right, right. And then our relationship, we got closer at our buddy's wedding. We were both in, a, in, our, in our buddy's wedding down in Alabama. And so really from that time moving forward, you can tell the story if you want about our adventures in Alabama. No, 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 no. Save that for another time. All right. No, no, no snitching. No snitching. But we developed like a a, a friendly like camaraderie over text messaging because he is on the West Coast and you were out there then. I'm on the East Coast. A couple of our friends are like in Florida, New York, D.C., Alabama, just all over. And we all share sports in common that's something that we like but we also like to trash talk like crazy right and so we would we just put each other on a group thread they happen to like the worst football team in the nfl (laughs) and at the time during that whole era era i was i was riding high with the new york football giants yeah, yeah, yeah. So, every, every dog has their day. Yeah. Hey, I had a run. I had a great run. Yeah. I, had, yeah, I had, I had, I had 07, 2011. I had, man, I had a great run. And so if you can remember, because both of us, we're older. Like, were we Generation X? Is that right? Man, don't even get me lying about that. All right. So we, we're both in our 40s. And, uh, you know, in our generation, if you can remember, we didn't have unlimited like cell phone service. We didn't have unlimited text messaging and stuff. You would get a plan and they say, hey, look, you can use your phone uh, throughout the day, but your minutes count. Like you don't start getting unlimited minutes until seven o'clock. Right. right. So you were ration your cell phone minutes uh, and your text messages every day until about seven o'clock. Yep. So in our text thread, some dudes would be like, 
you know, hey, I only got 25 texts left for the rest of the month. Right. And we're halfway through the month, so we would have to wait till 7 o'clock <laughs> on sun or whenever to trash talk. So me, out of spite, you know what I do. I just text anyway. I'll send tw- <laughs> 25 texts in a row. He's like, he was like, yo, take me out of this. Take me out of this chat. <laughs> so, so that's how our relationship kind of kind of got going. We we always been cool and we're tight. But like, you know, if if you want to tell them that's kind of like how we started this podcast, right? Like that's right. we're taking our text messages, the, the the thread, and we're putting it out here to you guys in this podcast. Is that right? That, that's exactly what it is. The conversations you have in your text are now going to the podcast. I hear you, man. I hear you. So, so look, we, uh, man, just, just hold on one second. All right. Another episode, another week talking about that Rona. Your favorite subject, boy. You love that Rona. Man. Eight. We hit 85,000 deaths today, I saw. So, uh, but now what's going on is it's a a war in America. Well, first, let me start. So, everybody's talking about starting to open back up. Even today, out here in L.A., they are starting to open more stores. Pretty much every store now is open, but it's still all uh, curbside pickup. Curbside. Yeah. So, so pretty much they said anything open now. When you say store, though, are you talking like clothing retail, or are you talking like more or less like, it, so everything's open, like pretty all, much all commerce. Yeah, pretty much. So like the malls are open now. Everything's pretty much open. But again, you just it's all curbside, so you order online. I don't even know how it works. I'm not curbside clothes shopping, so I don't know how that works. Man, my boy said he picked up something for his wife on Sunday uh, for Mother's Day. Right. And he said he, I, I guess he bought it from Nordstrom. Right, and he was like, "Man, Nordstrom got that curbside, man. I, that, that was dope." And I was like, "Dog, what you doing going to Nordstrom? Like, what are you shopping for? Like, right. where, where are you going to really like?" Oh, he was, and he was like, "Mother's Day," and I was like, "Oh, okay, I understand." So that's yeah, how it yeah. is. You order whatever, and then they just drop it in your car. Is what it sounds. See, like. the thing I don't understand is if I'm gonna do that, I'm just gonna stick with Amazon. Like, I, I don't. I, that's the that's the part that's confusing to me. Like, why am I gonna go out the house to order something? And go pick it up when I can just get Amazon delivered. If I can't actually go in the store, like I'm just gonna stay in my house and order Amazon. But that because that's you me. can, because you can, right. and that's what people no, are I used understand. to. People, people want to get out of the house. I definitely understand. Yeah, and that, but that's so, also I mean, what they're used to. Right, and like I said, it's it's, it's a big push now to you know open open the country back up. I know they uh, Arizona said that they letting you know any sports team that can't play in your state come to our state. Same thing in Florida. You can't play in California. Bring your team down to Florida. Bring your team to Arizona. So it's, it's a big push, you know, opening the economy back up. But uh, the thing that's interesting about the push is coming heavy from uh, the president saying today, you know, everything's getting better. But it was interesting that this week there were three people that actually inside the White House that tested positive for that Rona and also 11 Secret Service agents. Yeah. So to me, it's a little weird for you to say it's under control and telling everybody else to go back and they're testing every day like they're testing every day at the white house 
but they're saying everybody else can go back to work, but they can't even control it in the White House with testing every day. So I don't know how they're telling other people, yo, it's cool to go back out there. Like if they can't control it, how are you telling me I can go back to my job somewhere else? Yeah, well, Trump and uh, what's my man Pence? They don't believe in <laughs> Corona. Like they don't, they don't wear masks or anything, right? Yeah. And so I, I, yeah. Again, you know how I feel about the Corona. Go ahead, Mike. You can take all the shots right now uh, on on the coronavirus. I just know, like you mentioned, you know, eight. I saw the number. I think it was like, and my 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 information might be outdated, but I. I thought I saw like 83,000 deaths and it's like close to 300,000 worldwide, like 295,000. Right. Right. Um, I was talking to my wife earlier and I had a friend yesterday and she rattled off like five or six people that we knew right. that have the Corona. Nobody died, but they sick. And I was just talking like, I don't really know anybody that got it. And except for like two people. Right. right. She was like, well, such and such got it and such and such. And this, this, you know, you know, you know, our, our boy, our boy had it. Yep. Yeah. 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 So what, um, how did they, did, how did they, they got the Corona outside of the white house. Right. Obviously I'm assuming, and they brought it to work with them. I mean, that's the thing. They don't know. That's the thing they kind of figure out. Like they were saying the one, see the thing is they also went on a trip to Arizona last week. Right. So, and they were at that trip on Arizona and nobody was wearing masks because for some reason, like wearing masks is like, it's now like a battle now, like whether you should wear a mask. Like if you wear a mask, it shows some kind of weakness. So I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, all yeah, weakness. And also I think too, like pro- probably panic, like in the government, so to speak, I'm right. sure they don't want like innocent bystanders to like, it's a narrative, like to start to panic about certain things that they see. So if you going out there in hazmat suits and stuff like that, and you're right. a, you're a government official, I'm sure you know they probably like man, like it must be real serious because they got their finger on the pulse, right? And so that's the narrative that you put out there, and then you got every single person in in the world in the country widespread panic that's trying to you know put those masks on and put those suits and things like that on. So I I think it's a it's a political thing and it's a narrative, um, right? Uh, that's what that's what that's that's what I think. Um, I no, I mean, I agree, but but the thing is, is that what you have to do, I mean, you have to set the tone about wearing masks, social distancing, like, in order for the government, I mean, in order for us to open back up, like, we even open it back up, we still need to be socially distancing, everybody still needs to be wearing masks, going, you know, going to the grocery store and stuff like that, you don't have to wear it in your house. Like, I saw one congressman, he was like, I don't want to live in a country where I have to wear a mask when I'm in the shower. And I'm like, yeah, nobody, nobody's telling you to wear a mask when you're in the shower. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? Uh, like, you just, now, now you just, you, 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 that dude might get an award later on in the show. That, that's all I'm going to tell you. I was getting ready to say, I think yeah. I might have an award on the Wellington yeah. too as well. Yeah. He, he, he yeah. might get one award later in the show. All right. Well, we're going to have a Wellington battle tonight, but, uh, So I was reading also today on NPR, uh, fine publication uh, uh, station, and uh, uh, it says following last week's new coronavirus infections, Trump announced that he and those closest to him in the White House would now be tested on a daily basis versus previous weekly testing protocol. 
Have you read or heard that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they're they're testing everybody every day, but they're telling everybody else like it's not that big of a deal. I mean, again, I understand like we have to test around the president, and we have to test around them to make sure they don't get it. But to me, you can't be setting the example that the only way we can, only way people can come to my job at the White House, they got to be tested every day. But you go back to your job without tests, cool. Don't worry about it. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Right. And, and because they're talking out of both sides of their mouth, it's, it's turning to this. And instead of being a, a united front where everybody's kind of working towards the same goal, it's turned into this war. But like I said, it's the war about not wearing masks. But this guy, I'm not going to say his name, but he, he tweeted this thing the other day. And he said, drop by a department store to buy a toaster oven, mandatory hand sanitizer, squirting masks, one-way aisles, and if you deviate from the approved zone for customers, they sternly lecture you. This country as we know it has been destroyed, and I still don't have a toaster. He said the country's been destroyed. Like, this, this, this is the rhetoric that I'm talking about, man. Like, the country's been destroyed? That's, that's why this is... That's why it's your topic, bro. Cause I, 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 I'm baffled. I think this is my bad for interrupting, but go. Nah, nah, you good. Nah, go ahead. Well, it's just like I said about the mask. So now people, you know, people, this big thing too is people at Costco, people telling Costco they canceling their Costco membership because they got to wear masks. Now, this is what I say. This is what I don't understand. What, this is what I feel like people should say to Look, man, if you come to Costco and you ain't got no pants on, we ain't letting you in. Right? And, and, and ain't nobody going to argue with that, right? Because we don't want you to have your shit out. That's right. So we say it's the same policy now with the mask. You want to come in this store, you got to have on pants, and you got to have on a mask. On a mask. A dress code. It, 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 it's that simple, man. And but people like, people like, it's a war on us, man. They're stopping us, man. Like, I, I don't want to wear a mask. This is it's public, man. It's public safety. Like I'm putting my mask on because I don't want to any. Right. If I get the coronavirus, I just get it and I gotta fight it, right? But I'm gonna do everything that I possibly can not to get it. And if they tell me in the studies show that I gotta wear a mask, you right. know, to protect other people, because that's really right. what the mask is for—is to protect yeah, other people. Right. So if I'm if everybody's doing what I'm doing by protecting everybody else then the virus can't spread. Right? And that's the so thing. It's folks like, are being real selfish about it if you don't put your mask on. That's what right. it's all about. The, the reason for the mask is so, like you said, it doesn't spread to everybody else. And so we can all be out of this situation. Right. Like, the point of the mask is so we can all not have to wear a mask eventually. Right. Like, that's what we're trying to get to a point where we don't have to wear a mask. I was, I think, I don't know if I was saying this on one or the other, the previous podcast. So we have friends that live uh, in uh, two places, Kuwait and Saudi Arabia. Right. So, so in Kuwait, they have a, a lockdown. It's like a 24 hour lockdown that they have. Right. And at first they said that um, our friends were telling us that basically they could, they could go out as long as they practice social distancing and they had a curfew and stuff. Right. Right. And so when they saw people not social distancing and they saw people out past their curfew, they had these drones that would fly over. Right. And, and I don't know if I'm making a good point because people will start hating because I'm talking about, you know, drones, drones and stuff. Right. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm, I'm just, they, they about to, we about to get our first bit of hate email and stuff like that. Right. I'm just telling you what they told me. 
So the drones would have a speaker on them and it would tell people to basically go in the house or it would tell right. people to, you know, to, to distance each other. Right. Then they went to the lockdown and guess what their penalty is if you get caught in the, you know, outside of curfew or whatever it might right. be. Three years in prison Damn. and like a 20 some thousand dollar fine. Man- mandatory. Like no question asked. They said they locked, uh, I think... I read an article about it at the time. This was a couple weeks, a few weeks ago. And um, they said like 30 people had been arrested in jail. In jail. And then we have uh, some folks in Saudi Arabia, actually, uh, some of my clients that are relocating back to the United States. They, they work for the right. government. And um, they were saying like everywhere they go, they basically, you know, they get their temperature checked. Like basically right. in the mornings, they have a certain period of time where they can go to like the grocery stores and they can go to like the pharmacy and stuff like that. Right. Right. But they said in order to step foot in those places, they check, they check your temperature. And if it ain't right, right you got to go home. You got to turn around and go back. So I forgot to ask them about the mask. I don't know. I don't really know what they're doing about that. I just know that right. they got the people on, on lockdown. And so yeah, I mean, I'm, my point is, ahead. is we don't live in a country like that. Right. You know, they not telling us that we must. I mean, to an extent they have, but right. but it's not that extreme. Um, and it's and, and, and our narrative really is giving people the choice or making them feel good about it to say, hey, listen, this is what we're trying to do is to protect the country, which is the truth. And we should believe that because at the end of the day, I wonder how you would feel if you like no mask, no mask, no mask. And then you get the Rona. Right. That's kind of like back in the day when you ain't, you know, with the AIDS right. and <laughs> right, right, right. You, you know what I'm that's saying? A little, that's a little different, though. You'll take the risk for that, though. I mean, you, I, I, I don't know. Not if I see a whole bunch of people dropping like that, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, not like you. That. Yeah. yeah, if you know it's out there, but you know, you, yeah, you might say it's been here a couple times. Yeah, yeah you, well, <laughs> whatever you say, I, I just, you know, I, don't, I don't want that, bro. Nope. Yeah, nah, I wouldn't either. But I would say last thing, man. So I'm going to put that so, mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I saw somebody said, when you never, because, you know, now the big thing is, it's like, man, they, they we oppressed, man. They, they holding us down. So somebody said, when you've never been oppressed, it's real weird what you view as oppression. And that was because people were standing at this rally with signs. They said, I'm going to read some of these signs. Let us get our teeth clean. Massages are essential. Let my people golf. I mean, uh, I let my people golf, yeah. I ain't gonna go. Let my people golf. Come I, on, yeah. I, you keep playing I, off of, I just wanna go play golf though. I ain't you, gonna you lie playing off my gentleman. Let my people go, let my people golf. Yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. But this is what I say. This is what I say too, man. Look. If tomorrow you know, if tomorrow you lose your job because of this, you can get back after that. But if you lose your life, you can't get back from that. Nope. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. All right, man. So, look, on this this next one here, everybody that's listening, millions of fans, no pun intended, but. All right, so we uh, 
second week talking about my man, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, we talked about it for a while last week because there was uh, one videotape of the actual uh, execution of the brother and uh, the, the two executioners, killers, murderers, were arrested finally last week. Um, and uh, everybody was, was, was uh, happy about that, that they finally had been charged. But uh, then pretty much the day after they had finally been charged, there was this uh, other tape that came out uh, while Ahmad was on his walk, run, jog, whatever you want to call it. He uh, walked into a, uh, a house that was under construction. Now, the video that I've seen looks like he just kind of walks in, just checks the house out, walks back out. Uh, to me, it definitely seemed like, you know, there was, he just, you know, I've never done it, but I've known a lot of people to say they've done it. They've gone, you know, I mean, but somebody was honest, there, dog. Somebody was there. Huh? There was something the they were working. It was a construction. It was a, they were, oh, so people were working. Yeah, it was construction. Okay, I thought it, I thought the house was just under construction. I didn't it, see it, the people. Well, it was there. under construction. I don't think anybody was there, but they they were working right. there. Yeah, it was you over. Know, like it wasn't it was like over. it was like this abandoned building and and with right. refrigerators and TVs in it or something like that. People were actually yeah, working. yeah. Yeah, and it, 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 like I said, it wasn't like it was it, they had moved a lot of furniture. Like he went there to steal a TV or stereo or something. So, but anyway, so he walked in the house, and so there were a few people who were like, "See, see, now you see why he got killed. He was in somebody's house." And I was just like, "Man!" And I was I actually was in a group chat with some people who actually were like, "I mean, you know, you can kind of see. I mean, you know, like if they saw, I'm like, listen, man." The thing with this case, the thing with the Trayvon case, it don't matter what crime that you allege that they committed. Say they committed a crime. The punishment for that crime would be a ticket, would be a fine. The punishment for that crime is not death. And And the punishment should also be be done by the police or a judge and a jury. Absolutely. That punishment is not to be given out by some citizens. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. like you can't take that in your own hands, like to, right. uh, to bring justice to well, whatever you call justice to that man and kill him for that. Like that's, that's honestly something that they should have called the police, right. not take the matters in their own hands. Like at the end of the day, what, where could he have gone? What was he doing? that didn't give the police enough time to get there if he really committed a, cl- a crime. Right. So you're going to hold that man up for all this time for nothing, for no reason, and then end up shooting shooting the dude uh, for something that he, I mean, he just really didn't do. I saw the tape, too, and they followed him. And they I think he was, uh, he was in there just for a short period of time. And then they, they were like, you know, three minutes later or something like that, that's when they saw the EMTs and the ambulances and all that stuff come through the, the police department. So, yeah. so that, that was wrong. And you, did you, but did you, uh, did you, I saw a video today of the attorney and the, um, the guy that actually was doing the recording. Right. So I heard some people, uh, some situation, well read that some people thought that that guy was with the shooters but apparently he wasn't, according to him, with the shooters. And, his, and, and, and and basically, he was like, he filmed that so that basically he can get justice for the family. 
so that they can have something on tape. So what do you think about that? Well, I mean, they were saying that they were going to charge him. So it is a little, they arrested those, the two killers, murderers, executioners uh, last week. And they said they were looking at charging the third person. And he hasn't been charged yet. So maybe that is coming out with some new evidence. I mean, to me, it's still a little suspicious. Definitely. Uh, people, people have said they heard a gun cock when, on his video, like he had a gun in the car. I haven't heard that, but I've heard a lot of people say that. And again, to me, it just him being there at that time to be following that. And he followed him. Always seems a little suspicious to me that he just happened to randomly be. I mean, I know everybody's got cell phones down. Everybody, everybody films everything now. So it's not impossible. But I just find it hard to believe he just happened to be there at that time. And he didn't know anything. Or, you know, maybe he wasn't part of the plan to kill him or whatever. I, just, I still find it hard to believe that he didn't, he didn't wasn't part of it in some way. Yeah, and that guy, that particular dude, his lawyer was basically like they weren't going to do any more interviews because he was like, right. the, you know, the, the the court cases are based on the judicial system and being a jury that, you know, will find you or whatever might find you guilty. And he was like, the media is, 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 is what's causing people to kind of walk free and in certain situations and the media is the ones that are, are becoming the judge and the jury as opposed to the courtroom. So he was kind of silencing his man, but he did let him say the reason why he recorded it. And he wanted to bring justice for the family and such. Cause honestly, at the end of the day, I don't know for whatever intentions, probably honestly to cover his butt or whatever right. to say, I ain't the one that shot the dude kind of thing. Right. Um, if that video wouldn't have came out, Right. We would never be in this situation right now. Oh, yeah. No, Nobody no. would have said anything. It would have been everybody's word against him. They wouldn't have known. But but the thing is, it's like somebody, I saw a thing kept going around this week. They didn't get arrested because they saw the tape. They got arrested because we all saw the tape. Because we saw the tape. Right. Yeah, they was too much pressure. They, they yeah. yeah, they had to do it. They At this point, what do you call it, like, Probably stupid again. We might get some more hate mail, but like on some political prisoner kind of thing, right? Like, right. yeah, but rightfully so that they got they they go they got you know they went to jail, um, yeah. or got arrested, you know, rightfully yeah. so because that 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 wasn't right. Cause, and like you said, and we would be having this in our text message, and I would totally agree with everything you said about it. But at the end of the day, those guys, McMichael, his last name, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah didn't have any right to take that into his own hands. Right. They didn't have any right. The police. Yeah. If, 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 if Ahmad committed a crime, they need to let the police take care of that. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure when they were getting, when the police came to get them and that was that, that mob of people heading to their house, I'm sure they were like, Hey man, we need a fair trial. We need, we need to be judging, you know, like, Hey man, like, don't, don't let that mob get me. I, I need, I need a trial. Like I'm innocent. I'm innocent, right? I'm innocent until proven. That's the thing that always gets me. What, what they always tell us, man? You innocent until proven guilty. Oh yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. Well, you unless you on the other side, then you guilty till you proven innocent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some people are. A lot of people are, are guilty until you proven innocent. Right. A lot of people. And then what about uh? So. Ahmad's lawyer is 
is now representing someone else now, right? Yeah, there was another couple of months ago. It was the uh, Breonna Taylor, a decorated Louisville EMT, was fatally shot by police. She was shot eight times by by Louisville police officers entered her apartment around 1 a.m. on March 13th. Police have said the officers were serving a search warrant as part of a narcotics investigation, but no drugs were found at the home. They entered Taylor's residence without knocking or identifying themselves as police. Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were awakened by the officer's entry and believed their home was being broken into. Walker shot one of the police officers. Now, just a little side note, Walker faces criminal charges of first-degree assault and attempted murder of a police officer, but no drug charges. No, dr- so the, look, no drug charges. So you, you break into my house, the wrong address, and I don't say, they don't announce you to police or nothing. You just come to my house with your guns out, and I shoot you, and I get charged. But anyway. But they were looking so for somebody you, else, though. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Okay. The police fired more than 20 rounds into the home when they came in. 20 rounds. According to the uh, family, the police were executed two search warrants in an attempt to locate a suspect named Jamarcus Glover. But police had already located Glover at his home and detained him before executing the warrant at Taylor's residence. Glover's home is more than 10 miles from Taylor's home. He faces drug and gun charges. So, police somehow roll up into the wrong house, 10 miles away from the suspect who had already been detained, don't announce themselves, and start firing and kill this woman, shoot her eight times. And this happened March 13th. And again, it was something that there were no charges brought against these police officers. But again, it was just kind of brought to everybody's attention this weekend. Again, two months later, there's no video of this yet. I don't think because they said the police weren't wearing their, uh, no their body cameras. Cams. Yeah, they had their body cams on. But again, two months of this happening and nothing had happened until, again, it got out to the world and we started talking about it. Now it's out in the news. And now actually, like you said, the same lawyer that's dealing with the Ahmad case has now jumped into this case, man. And it's just crazy. There's now a lawyer that, because I think he also dealt with the Trayvon. It's like a lawyer now that deals with black people getting shot and killed for no reason. Like that, that, that's, his, that's his law firm now. I'm the black people that got shot and killed law firm, man. Well, he's filling a serious gap, bro. Yeah, hey. Because hey. it's happening. He's he going to stay busy. Definitely going to stay busy. Like, J- like your man Johnny Cochran. Yeah, sad to say. He's going to stay busy. Yeah, so you touched on everything that I was going to say because I, I was reading the article, too, as well about that because, you know, just starting to thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing, actually, because this dumb podcast that we're doing you got you, you got me in, in like current events and media and, and news and all this stuff, everything that I just don't do. Um, and so I was reading this, you know, reading the articles and 
it it I went down the rabbit hole and I saw this. I didn't I, honestly speaking, I didn't even know that she had been shot. I didn't know right. she was slain. Um, we wouldn't have really known, probably known anything about it, honestly, right? If it weren't for this attorney because he's high profile now. Right. It wouldn't have been like this much into the news. Right. Um, but I, I, I just couldn't figure out like how how Kenneth Walker got a charge. Right. Like he was in his day was in the bed. Right. I, this isn't making sense for me to uh, to me. And then they said that they were looking for uh, drugs, like narcotics. And I was like trying to put it all together. Like, all right, how is Glover and Walker related in any way, shape, or form? Right. But they not. yeah, I, that, that's the thing. I mean, it, it was ten miles apart. Like, I, I, it, it makes no sense how they got the wrong address. Like, it just like it needs to be. There needs to be at least be an investigation about how the hell they got to the wrong like. Somebody needs to be fired for going to the wrong. They don't know how they not get fired for going to the wrong address. Right. Well, the one police officer, you know, she only got ten years for killing the the person. I mean, she she went to jail, but remember the uh the lady that that went to the wrong address, the wrong property. Right. Police right, officer, right, she right. went in and she shot and killed somebody. She only she only got ten years in prison. Yeah. So that, thought, yeah, that's the one she said. That's one she thought it was. She thought it was her apartment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, she wilding on that though. Yeah, that she should get the Wellington Award. That's who should get the Wellington. <laughs> we should do that right now and give that to her. I forgot her name, but yeah, she. I, yeah, she gets the let, I'm about to look that up, man. She gonna get the Wellington tonight. I've, uh, you know, my vote is her. We gonna, we gonna look her name up, and she's getting the Wellington. Yeah. So what? Um, are you uh are you worried? For yourself, like I, I saw a video the other day in California, right, where, where a man had a had a uh, a dog, and he was running through his neighborhood, and he told a brother to stop running in in, in running in his neighborhood, right? Oh yeah. So that. my man was chasing him down while he was right. he was running with his dog or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. And, you know, he was calling him a racist and it was like, right. you know, basically, I live here. Why are you going to tell me that I can't run in your neighborhood? I live here, right. too. Like, so are you I don't run. So I'm not going through that. And then on my street, you know, I'm 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 good <laughs> right. on my street. So nobody, right. you know, they know I live here. Everything's fine. Um, also, it's not unusual to see somebody that looks like me in the neighborhood. Right. Uh, if that makes any sense. But like, are you are you still like crossing the street when you run, and are you still like got your guard up when you when you got your hoodie on running through the neighborhood and everything? Well, I I, I definitely don't wear my hoodie. I definitely don't, I definitely don't put no hoodie on. I mean, you know, it's funny because now with these, uh, you know, now we're supposed to have masks going on all the time. Oh yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, but see, I feel like there's there's certain kind of masks you can wear. Like I'm never gonna wear like a bandana. Cause I feel like if I got a bandana on, even though everybody's supposed to wear a mask, I might get shot. So you're gonna so, wear a three ply hospital mask? I, I wear the I wear the I feel like I feel like if you got the hospital mask on. They feel like you gotta have like a decent job and stuff. Like, because <laughs> you put some thought into it, man. You yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're com compliant. Just a random person ain't got a hospital mask. You compliant? Like, I, I had to, huh, I had to go around. Yeah, yeah. But, but like a bandana, like I'm a like I'm a stagecoach robbery. Nah, I'm not. I'm not wearing no bandana. <laughs> So yeah, when I go running, I I had, I had a hospital mask on, and I'm hoping the hospital mask says like, 
I'm not a. I, I might put on that joint like I'm not a criminal. Not I a got criminal. a job. Yeah, I got a job. Or oh, I oh, might whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, 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 okay. So okay. I know somebody that got a job. There we go. I'll say that. I get it. My math say. I'll my math say I know somebody that got a job. I'll send you one of uh, my company's mask, and then yeah. you, you can wear that. Cause okay, 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 all right. Yeah, yeah, you nah, yeah. Yourself, Tommy. Job. You yeah, beside yeah. yourself. But I, it's got to be real big though, cause cause if I'm running, they can't really see. You know what I'm saying? They might think it's like some kind of like gang, like. They might think it's some kind of like gang signal or something. So you know what I'm saying? Like I, I gotta figure out what's the what's the safest thing for me to wear. And it's a black mask too, the one that I have. Yeah, it's, nah, it's nah, not my but, but my logo is blue and gray, so it's it's okay. you can see it. Yeah, so they might think that's some graffiti on my mask, like I'm, I'm tagging or something. I'm gonna stick with the hospital mask where I'm safe. Yeah, that's the new set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they they might think I'm I'm cripping or something. Man. I can't can't be out here like that in these streets. But yeah, for sure. Now, every time I go out, man, I mean, I, like I said, I said it last week, man, I, I mean, I make a conscious decision to be as unthreatening as possible when I move in my neighborhood. Like, what can I do to not be threatening to anyone? Like, that. that that's how I move. Like, that. that's the only way I know how to move. Like I said, I cross the street. If I'm running up on somebody and they, you know, people got their headphones in, they can't hear me. I'll definitely like, you know, I'll slow down because I don't really want to run past them fast or whatever. Or like if I can't cross the street, uh, but like I said, I, I'm always making a conscious decision to be safe. Like this, I'm here. <laughs> you wave your hands in front of them. Yeah, yeah, like here I come. Like I, I, I be twenty guy. I be want to have like a little horn. Yeah, so I can like honk my horn. Try to breathe all hard, or or yeah, sneeze, yeah, sneeze like, or something like that. Kick, I'm kick, kick a can or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like make as much noise as possible. Like ah. Yeah, they gotta yeah, give us yeah. our give us our theme music. Yeah, yeah, cause you don't you don't want to just run up on them, man. But yeah, no, nah, it's definitely man. It's a, it's like I said, this. Especially now with these masks, man. Yeah, every time I go in the store, I definitely feel like it's so funny, man. If I'd have wore a mask in the store like this three months ago, I'd have got handcuffed as soon as I walked in. You raise a a, a valid point. Mm, that, mm, I don't even want speaking into existence. Never mind. I think that's going to yeah. be something that's going to be coming up next. People going to be starting. Oh, to do that. oh, nah, nah. Well, and especially in and especially in states where people. Like, see, pretty much in California right now, and I think they just said something today, you got to wear a mask every time you go out the house. I, I got to really read that up because I'm not necessarily going to be wearing a mask as soon as I walk out my house to my car. But, yeah, in, in states where it's not 100% where you have to wear a mask, it's going to be very interesting as we go forward. If people are still, you know, like you said, you wear one of them bandana masks into a store, you're the only person there with that bandana mask on, and you got the wrong skin color. Hey, man. It was a six foot dark skinned brother with a mask on his face. Yeah. <laughs> and they just going to yep. pick anyone. Fortunately yep. for me, I'm not six foot, so I might be all right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe unless, you know, we go back to my basketball days. They used to put me in the uh-huh. me, in the media guide as six one, knowing I was five nine on my very best day. <laughs> yeah, bro. So look, speaking of basketball, um, 
I don't know, man. So we we gonna talk about. Yeah, so we back talking about Mike Jordan last dance recap. Uh, I will say that uh, in the outline, I messed up because it still got the Dream Team on there. We talked about that last week, so that's that's my that's my mistake on that one. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm prepared though. Don't worry about it, Phil Jackson. Uh, okay. All right. So what, so what do you want to talk about with it first this week? So I, I have a couple questions because supposedly you produce, right? I got lost a couple of times on the timeline. I okay. Would, I could follow it, but once, uh, and I forget what was it, the second episode or the first one where they went from Mike playing, right, to Mike retiring. Then they went right back to Mike playing and doing a bunch of championships, right? Then they went to Mike's father's death. And it, 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 is, it, is there a, like a rhyme or a reason why they do it that particular way? Because if somebody doesn't know the whole story and know the timeline, they would have got they would have been completely lost. Like my son was lost. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 to me, that's been the biggest, that's been the main complaint that I've heard from people is that, uh, so, I, so I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, my problem with the doc is that I thought I was the Michael Jordan last season. And it's like, there's been a Scottie Pippen episode. Like, I don't care about Scottie Pippen. Like, there's been a, a, a Dennis Robin episode. Like, I don't, they were like, yo, I just, I, I'm here to see Mike. Like, I'm here to Mike. see Mike. Yeah, and I, I thought I was going to get, it, like, a lot more behind the scenes. But I understand. They they tried to spread it out for 10 episodes. I mean, again, like you said, people that know it, it's a lot easier for them to follow. But I think you're right. Like, if you don't, if you're not coming in with a little bit of, history already with it it has definitely been confusing the people yeah yeah that last week was pretty confusing like it even like a couple times it got me i was like man so he came back he put he had the 45 but then they show obviously he changed his number to the 23 but then they went all the way back to like the first or second championship after that then they showed, you know, his his father, and it, it was just, it was to me, it was all over the place. Um, it was good though, in a sense, because they showed Mike's, uh, he's a, he was an asshole, right? Um, and and I I personally, we can talk about this. Uh, I'm I'm okay with Mike because I I you know I played sports and I understand when somebody has the passion to win, win, win. Right, and that's what it's all about for them. Like that's that's how those guys are. Um, I can remember me. I didn't play obviously at the level as Mike, but being in high school and us having goals and trying to accomplish those goals, it wasn't nothing that could really stand in the way of us like trying to win, like a state championship in football or basketball. It was just like that's what we had to do. If you ain't here for that, like we can't rock with you. And if you're holding us back from accomplishing that goal, then, you know, you're standing in the way. Right. So I get it. I think, though, he did. Uh, they didn't do a good enough job at, at least from, from the video. They probably wasn't pulling dudes to the side like, man, you know that's how Mike is. He going to be like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about that dude. He That's just what he do. 
Cause like honestly, I don't, I, I bet you they was ready to fight him a lot, like jump him. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like really, like try to jump that dude, man. The way that he he was going hard on people. Yeah, no, nah, he definitely was. I mean, that was that was pretty much what he said. You know, he said that line about I I never asked you to do anything that that I didn't do. Yeah, and obviously, you know, because he got six rings, six and zero in the finals. What he did, you can't argue against it. Nah, you can't. But like you said, I mean, you know, Steph Curry's got three rings. He's the lead. He's the team leader. Uh. You know, Madge has got five rings. You know, Kareem's got six rings. Kareem. I mean, like I said, it just, I, you know, that's, that's the question. Do you have to be an asshole to be successful? Right, right. So I looked that up, too, as well. Like, and, I, you know, I've been studying leadership for a long time. I, you know, my thing is corporate and professional. Right. And so, like, I was looking through an article with, uh, uh, what is it, Entrepreneur? Magazine, okay. right? Uh, June, uh, what was it? June twentieth, uh, two thousand eighteen. Five traits of successful people. I won't read it all. I'll give you the five traits. Aspiration. So, aspiration. What they're saying in here: successful people have clear cut goals. Right. Instead of vague goals, like to become rich, their goals will be specific like expand from one of three stores within the next two years. All right. So that's, that's what they aspire to be. Uh, drive, which I think Mike, Mike had aspiration. Definitely. I think he had a lot of drive right. too. Right. For sure. right. One of the most defining traits of successful people is their drive. After all, setting clear goals is one thing. However, successful people, uh, uh, must have a strong drive to actually attain their goals. Right. So night in, night out, what am I going to do to get it? One, one of the things that I thought was so cool in the um, the episode is when he when he went back, when they went to Madison Square Garden. Right. And he was playing in the Jordan ones. Right. And he was like his feet were bleeding. But he still played and he dropped like forty nine that game, I think. Right. Right. Said his socks were soaked with blood after the game but like that's the whole drive and determination to accomplish a goal that you had his goal was to go out there and basically win with his jordan ones and show him that he still got it basically and go out right. there and kill so i mean obviously there's better examples about drive but when i was reading these i thought about that specifically um willingness to learn willingness to learn um and so uh, one of the most important traits of successful people is a genuine desire and willingness to learn. It's just point blank, uh, plain and simple. So what what would you say like, and we'll get to the fourth and fifth one, but did, did, what, what, in Mike's situation and in general, just people that you know, are, are they learners? Like people that, that you know, achieve high goal or, or success and, you know, at a high level? Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, I mean, you, you always have to feel like no matter what, you, you can't ever feel like you've, you've mastered it, that there's, there's nothing else. To, like, when you get to the point where you feel like there's nothing else to learn, there's, there's nothing that anyone else can teach you. Like, you, 
I mean, even somebody like Mike, who, you know, probably, you know, not probably, was the best player in the world. Like, there's still an off season to be like, okay, let me let me work on this aspect of my game. Let let me let me add this to my like. I'm the best player in the world, but I'm not I'm not sleeping on those laurels. I'm still you know I'm still the first person in the gym, and I'm still the last person to leave. Right, right, and I think too, people, you know, it could be a misconception too about the willingness to learn on the asshole piece. Because a lot of times when people are learning, they ask a lot of questions and they challenge you because they want to make sure that they got the correct data, the right information. And it's a whole big trust level because if someone's already performing at a very high level, they want to make sure that the information that they're getting is very credible. Right. So you'll get checked, largely get checked. Um, Patience. All right. Is patience a virtue? If you want to be successful, yes. Um, So. One in one of the paragraphs said people who are bound to achieve great things recognize this and they're willing to take it slow, but steady to win the race. Right. Uh, um, discipline, success, rewards, consistency, success, rewards, consistency. I think out of all of that, that that's the biggest characteristic that I see with successful people um, is their discipline. And so, again, I think that's where the whole asshole piece comes in is because if someone is, you know, performing at that type of level, like if I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning, I'm getting my shots up. If I'm eating a certain way, uh, if, if, if I'm studying film, if, you know, I'm being a family man and not partying all night and stuff like that, I'm a lot of times expecting everybody else around me to do similar things. Right. Right. Because we're all trying, we're on one accord trying to achieve the same goals. And so um, I, I don't think you have to be an asshole to be successful. And I don't think the real assholes that they, Mike was an asshole though, but the ones right. that they, they call that aren't necessarily assholes because they're just trying to lock in and, 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 and focus on these, these, at least these five things. And there's more uh, traits of successful people, but. I just don't, I don't feel like you have to, uh, you know, uh, talk down on people and yell and scream and stuff like that. Because also at the end of the day, you're trying to, if you're a leader, you're trying to motivate your teammates to get on board with you and get your back and run through walls with you too as well. So um, I, that's not my style. My style is typically kind of to be the silent assassin, be the one that, right. you know, focuses and narrows in on that target and you know take one shot instead of 20 <laughs> you know what i'm saying um so so now i don't i don't think i would disagree that you have to be an asshole to be successful but however i think most successful people get misconstrued as being assholes just because of their you know their drive and their motivation and their discipline and like they they it's unwavering like they're not willing to go against that and that they they all about it and so it might come across that way because a lot of times people are solutions based too as well. They want to find solutions to problems. We don't want to talk about why we can't do something. This is how we can do it. So is that an asshole? I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I know one one of the things that I thought that that was there was a real asshole was when he told the story about him and Steve Kerr getting into a fight. And, you know, after he had punched Steve and he said, Yeah, I had to go home. And then I had to call the team to get his phone number. 
<laughs> now I know, like nineteen. 19- Did he say that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I missed that because I don't, I don't know what year that was. So you know that's that's ninety six. It was one of them years, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. One of the, you know, everybody didn't have a cell phone then, right? But I just found it kind of unusual that he wouldn't have the phone number of a teammate. Like he ain't got the phone. I mean, and not like, and not like the phone number of. Of uh, uh, the twelfth man, like Steve Kerr, got got big minutes for them. Huh? Like he ain't have his phone number. I ain't catch that one. I thought he just said I called Steve and I we I apologize. Nah, to nah, him. nah. He he specifically said I had to go and call back to the place, back to the Bulls, and be like, "Yo, give me Steve's number." Huh? Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. So to me. I mean, it's one of those things, right? It's like it's it's one of the reasons they always say that that players, like great players, never make great coaches, or it's hard for them to make great coaches because they expect everyone to be like them. Yeah, the expectation is way too high. Right. So it's like Magic when Magic was a coach, it just he he didn't understand. And it's different when you're playing with them because you kind of like know you like yo that dude like I know what he is you know like, but when you coaching them and you like yo man I told you to do this and you don't do it it's really hard for the greats to understand that. But the reality is is it can't be twelve Michael Jordans on the team. Yeah, everybody like, play, plays a role, and that's what right. Phil was trying to do is to get the team to understand what each other's right. role so, uh, is. So as the leader, you have to understand that as well. And again, I mean, Charles Barkley said this week that he said Mike knew who to who to mess with and who not to mess with. And I do believe that, you know, part of being a leader is you do have to kind of know, you know, who 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 needs to be who needs to whip and who needs to be talked to nice. Yeah, and that goes to like our text messages too as well. You know, I won't say any names, but you know, we had another producer on our thread and I, I, you know, you and I, we joke about it. And I asked the question like, you know, facetiously, do you have a job? And they were like, no, basically like, no. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I, for, I forgot, man. Hollywood is shut down. So, but I could talk to you that way because that's been a running joke that we've had right. for years ever since i've known you right so you still got to know who you can and can't talk to in my in my line of work with my business in order to get certain certain things accomplished i know if i talk to someone a certain way and they shut down and they can't operate and work that's affecting our business that's affecting our ability to be able to produce and something that people are counting on us to produce right and so so, yeah, just like Scotty Burrell. I'm sure you're going to talk about him, right? How, right, how right. Mike was treating him. But he was okay. He was cool. Mike was like his big brother. He was treating him like a big brother. Right. And that's how Mike was raised, too, probably, like off the tough love. Right. Um, yeah, because he, he, was, he was a younger brother, so I'm sure that was, that was how he got treated. Yep, just like that. And he saw something in Scotty Burrell, too, as well. Cause he wasn't talking to Will Purdue and them like that. I'm sure, right? 
Well, no, nah, I think they said he did that with Will Purdue. They said Will Purdue. So the one thing they were saying is, you know, one person who wasn't interviewed at all for this, and they said he didn't have nothing to do with it, was uh, was uh, Luke Longley. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. I ain't see him. And they said that Luke don't, they said Luke don't rock with him. Don't rock with Mike? Yeah, they said Luke, they said Luke ain't like that. He ain't like that. They said he ain't like the way he got talked to. Oh, wow. Um, I could see uh, Winnington was, and Paxson, John Paxson really was, you know. Yeah. He seemed a little weird and uneasy about it too as well. Yeah. But again, when he, when you the best though, you get, see, that's the thing. When you the best, you can get away with that. But Luke was like, I mean, Luke, he from Australia too, man. He probably was like, yo, why is this dude talking to me crazy like this? Luke yeah, couldn't like, have talked to Mike like that though. No, but I'm just, I'm saying yeah. that's what he felt though. Yeah, and no Luke, question. I mean, and again, you got people to do it. I, I, you got people to do it for different reasons. Like Luke, like now I'm seven foot, I'm playing ball. Like it matter, but it don't matter. Like this dude make it matter. Right. You know, and like, uh, you know, like it, it, he probably like, I'm not, you know, I want to win, but I'm not going, I can sleep tomorrow night if we lose. And Mike like, nah, I can't sleep if we lose. Like, I I'm, nah, I can't sleep. So and different people. So we talk about Scotty Pippen too. Right. Right. So I, Scotty don't talk that much about Mike either. Scotty like right. kind of defends Mike, it seems like in some cases. Well, I think that their their relationship has obviously gotten better over the years because Scotty used to be real big five years ago saying LeBron was the best player he'd ever seen. <laughs> like Scotty used to be out that jump heavy saying that jump. Right. Like so so I always like, yeah, that must mean he don't mess with Mike because he, he knows saying that jump. He knows he messes with yeah, Mike. Yeah, he mess. messing with Mike's head on that one. Yeah. So yeah, he was Pippen was like, well, him and Isaiah was the main two that was like, LeBron, yeah, LeBron better. So you understand why Isaiah said, because Isaiah don't mess with him at all. But it was always weird that Scotty said. Now Scotty like, nah, Mike. So I think they probably finally had a talk and they, they cool now or whatever. But you could tell that it probably wasn't. I mean, and you know, Horace Grant don't rock with him. Yeah, Horace. Horace ain't say a lot about him either on there. Horace, nah, Horace, that's part of why. Well, Horace left after he left. But Horace, Horace never rocked with him. Yeah, because Horace was a rookie. Yeah, in Mike's last, you know, during the first, you know, the first uh, round that Mike had before he retired. Yeah, yeah, Horace was a rookie. I'm sure. Yeah, Mike probably let him have it. Call him soft. Yeah. You ain't getting no rebounds. I, I can yeah. see. I can see it now. I would have loved it. <laughs> that would have been that's so dope to be like a, a coach or a manager on the team or a player. Really? Like, man, I would have been texting y'all like crazy, man. Like, you don't believe what Mike just said to them boys today. Well, that, that was that was what I was hoping this joint was. That's what I was hoping this thing was going to be. Like, I just wanted to see 10 episodes of Mike talking trash. <laughs> that's what I was here for. The 10 episodes of trash talking. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So so why why your man Scotty ain't going to the game? I read some about why, but I yeah, I, 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 I would have been mad at Scotty for not going in the game. Yeah, he said he he said that you know he thought, and I think it was, it was that whole thing. He had been the second fiddle the whole career, and then finally Mike's gone. Finally, they got fifty five wins. He in the MVP running, and it's that time. Like, there's no way if Mike was on the team, Phil would have drew the play up for anybody else. Phil would have drew it up for. 
for Mike. And Scotty was like, yo, Mike gone. Like, draw that junk up for me. And he ain't draw it up for him. And I think that's just, that was just part of him his whole career. He had just always been the second fiddle. And he was like, yo, this is my time. Like, this, this is it. And Phil was like, nah, we're we going to Tony Kuko. <laughs> nah, but see, what I read okay. uh, is basically Scotty was already mad at Tony Kukoc for the, the possession right before that. Okay. Because Scotty had to throw up a shot, like a and he shot like an air ball or something like that, or maybe the, the 24 second clock ran out or okay. something like that, right? And it was like three seconds left on the clock. And so so Scotty was mad at Tony Kukoc because he basically clogged up the middle so Scotty couldn't drive and get a good shot. He had to take a bad <laughs> shot because Tony Kukoc was in the way. Okay. So what I what I what I what I read is basically he was already mad at that. And right. then they're gonna give Tony the ball at the end of the game. Be, you know, when when basically Tony could have got out the way and Scott and Scotty could have scored that bucket to right. win, to win the game anyway. So so it's uh it says here is how Jackson set up the are you in or out uh bit in Sacred Hoops. Uh so he had a book in nineteen ninety six that Jackson wrote. Breaking out of the huddle, I heard Scotty grumble, bullshit. He was already angry at Ku Coach for creating a traffic jam on the previous play and forcing him to take a bad shot. Now, Tony was getting a chance to be the man. I told Scotty what had to happen, uh, or what had happened on the previous play didn't matter anymore. You had an opportunity to score, and it didn't work, I said. Now you're going to do something else. Then I turned around, assuming the problem had been solved. But a few seconds later, a few seconds later, I glanced over my shoulder and saw Scotty hunched over at the far end of the bench, glowering, glowering. What is that? Right. I've never heard that word before. G L O W E R I N G. Yeah, I don't know. That's some, that's some Phil. That's some Phil Jackson. No, uh, uh, Indian stuff. I don't know. So I know if I was on the team, I right. I would have went hard on Scotty, like straight up. Well, you like, saw. Him? You seen the video of uh of Cartwright? Cartwright was going hard. Yeah, on the bench, like dog, like what are you doing? Yeah? Yeah. And they said he went to the locker room and cried he about cried. the jump. Like, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, yeah. Me and Scotty would have had a problem out there. Like, yo, like how are you gonna quit? You ain't going into the game on the last second. Right. We can win the game, right? Oh, I would, I would, yeah. It would have been a problem for me and Scotty. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I mean, like I said, Scotty was Scotty was like my favorite player. Like I said, I, I went from like Magic. Basically, I like I've always liked dudes to do everything. So Magic was my favorite player, and then Scotty was my favorite player, and then basically like LeBron was like I like dudes to do everything. So Scotty was my favorite player, and I remember when he did that John, I was like, yeah, come on, man, like I, I can't defend that. Yeah, that was dirty. I, I, that was wrong. And then for him to say. 30 years later, like, I'd do it again. Yeah, he had a chance to, like, just let it go. He said that only right. on the TV. Like, I, yeah. I, I, um, if I had it all over, the, I would do it again. Nah, he man. Was like I was, he was like, I was wrong, but I'm going to be wrong again. Because the thing you got to think about, man, is if, if Kukoc misses that shot, like, if he misses that shot, because that was the year, that was the year before Mike came back. If Kuko misses that shot and they end up getting swept, 
they probably trade Scotty that that offseason. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't be you can't be on my roster after that. Yeah, after you quit like that. Yeah, like him hitting that shot saved Scotty's career. I, I truly believe because I believe if he misses that shot, they get swept. All they talk about is this dude quit on us. They trade. I think they trade because Mike wasn't there, so they probably think we ain't winning the title anyway. Let's trade him now. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, like if Kugel misses that shot, Mike might not ever come back. Like it's that chunk, yeah, like that's one of them huge what ifs. Yeah. yeah, Mike was in the building too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't think if he miss if they miss that shot, because what do you do? Can you put him back in the game in overtime? If that John go to overtime? No, nah, he don't, you put, go, he don't go back in the game. Yeah, yeah, he's done. He quit. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we can't win with you. Right. Like we can't win with you. Um when you quit. Like so that didn't really tarnish me. Like, you know, he apologized and right. you know, he kept playing the team, rallied around him and everything. So he dodged a bullet with that. I mean, that's still something that's gonna live with him and now it's popped right. back up. So guys like me and you can be reminded of what he actually did, because I honestly forgot about that. Right, right. Like that wasn't like a a I mean, it was a big deal when it happened, but I just did. Yeah, like I said, I just totally forgot about it. But like, if I was in the moment in the heat, I, I would have. We, yeah, Scotty and I would have had a really hard time being able to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been cool. Like, yeah. Mm. So I don't know, man. You are uh, what? Uh, we got a Wellington Park. Yeah, yeah. You said you said you got one, huh? Nah, I'm gonna let you do it. You you said you had one. I'm trying to All find right. the lady's name, the the one. But All right. Maybe we'll give it to her next week. All right. Well, so my my Wellington Park for this week is to I. You know what? I'm gonna switch it up. My Wellington Park this week is to uh, President Donald Trump, uh, who said this week that uh, Barack Obama had the most corrupt administration in the history of our country <laughs> and so uh I, I started to do a recap of uh some of the things that uh he was being killed for while he was uh president and so the first thing that i found a clip of was he had a selfie stick in the uh in the oval office he took a selfie and there was about uh two days of news coverage about how <laughs> how that was that was an embarrassment to the to the Oval Office. That was an embarrassment to the presidency. Could you imagine if somebody actually said, could you imagine Abraham Lincoln taking a, taking a selfie stick? <laughs> That's a good point. I, I couldn't imagine Abraham Lincoln taking a selfie stick. I mean, you, you can't argue that logic, right? And then the other thing that they said, the big news about some of his corruption during his presidency was the time that he wore a tan suit. And, uh, oh yeah, that's, were, that's always been been yeah, yeah. So that that was another thing that was like five days of uh, news coverage about this outrageous thing that he had disrespected the uh, office of the presidency by wearing a tan suit. He was so fly I, I, I that suit I said, though, Barack. That suit was was like that. Yeah, he, he wore he wore that suit. That was fine. Yeah, yeah. I think it was it was Easter too. Easter when he wore yeah, right. Yeah, brown yeah. tan suit like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like I said, when I so when I saw that he had the most corrupt administration, and when I looked up corruption in his administration, 
and the first two things that popped up were selfie stick and uh, a, tan a tan suit. suit. I said uh, Donald Trump gets the uh, Wellington Park Award of the Week wah, 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 for, wah. for saying that Obama had the most corrupt administration. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. We got to get that <laughs> get that sound on there so we can yeah we got to get that sound wah, 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 wah. at Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. All right, yeah. so how are we gonna take the people out tonight? I'm taking like every week, man. If you can't take care of your family and life. Please take care of Mende. Get yourself some life insurance. Have a plan. Gotta gotta have a plan. You can't get your target and get to your destination without one. How you gonna drive on the road without a map? All right, everybody. So we uh, we're gonna see y'all next week. Unlimited tip. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 